live on Junkhead, back in the saddle again. This time, I mean, yo, somebody said I should probably introduce myself in like the like beginning part. I mean, it's Harry Slime here. If you don't know it by now, you're a fucking idiot. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> but everyone gotta... knows who you are. Well, you know what? You don't need to know my name. You just need to, to, to digest the content. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, if you like it, if you like it enough, you're probably just going to steal it anyway. So you don't really actually give a shit who I am. You just you just want something. You you either want friends via Friendship Simulator, aka podcast, or you're just going to like take my riffs and my ideas and put them on your podcast in which case you're a little shit and I don't like you for that one but I, I get it I understand where you're coming from it's all it's all one big cesspool baby not me I want to quote you like quotations dash Harry slime words to live so, by so like 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 you're at like I don't know like at a job or something which for the record maya's back on the pod you probably recognize her voice too uh maya just got a new job but you're, so you're saying at your new job you know like they're like wondering what to do next and you would be like well let's quote from the book of junkhead verse 27 in chapter harry slime or, or, or chapter revelations chapter chapter six quoting harry slime and you could just read my quotations to your co-workers and he said unto thee, let's have gay sex. That does sound like something I would say, yeah. I honestly, I, I the, the book of Junkhead would just be like different ways to have gay sex and be rich. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's basically like, like a manual for like, people who actually want to live the lifestyle of that Lars von Trier movie, the idiots. I know I've referenced that multiple times on this pod, but like that is us. Like that is literally because I feel better when I come on junkhead and I can just be an idiot for a certain amount of time and just like kind of dump the idiocy out here and like even the rage and the angst and stuff like that. And that way I can go into my normal life and actually be fucking tolerable to be around. So <laughs> what I'm saying, like, keep listening to my podcast, but like for the people out there that are like have issues. I, I It might be something that you can solve by just being self-indulgent, starting a podcast. <laughs> it, might, it just might need you to just talk for an hour for a week. My social battery is totally dedicate it to your podcast i have like That's... no social interaction outside of these little get-togethers <laughs> i i respect that we're we're your uh, conduit into the world we let you know about all the trends and all the uh for the record maya is like a year older than me she's not like an old woman the way i'm like portraying her but we'll continue with this so we just kind of let you know about <laughs> iphones and digital technology yeah, what's hip, hip in culture? Yeah. yeah, I think I've Let's gotten go. cooler since I met you. 
That sounds like trendy. every one of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> like, like yes, I, I, and I'm, I'm definitely calling them out because I've seen your jokes fall out of my mouth, ladies. Like I know what you're up to. I'm not stupid. I know, I know. Just because you've got a vagina doesn't mean I can't tell a hack from a hack. And I happen to be really attracted to hot women that are just fucking hacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's your MO. <sighs> well, I, 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 I'm glad I've gotten older because I'm not as attracted to it. But my 20s was just like, I got way too lucky and was able to fuck like women that were out of my league. And... It was cool. Like, I, I can't, like, fucking hot girls is fun and cool. Like, I can't ever say that that's not a real thing. But, like, not all, but a majority of hot men are just, like, fucking airheads. Just, like, and, and women know it, too. Like, that's why, like, when you are around them, like, you just kind of have that, like, I don't think that, like, there's this thing that hot women try to portray onto other women where it's just like, oh, they're jealous. And it's like, no, I just think they realize how fucking inauthentic you are. I think they can smell it from a mile away and they realize that you're a piece of shit and men are too busy staring at your tits and ass to realize that you're probably a terrible person. So my ex used to make fun of me because I only hang out with fat girls. I feel like I am kind of jaded by pretty girls. And so all my besties are like 200 pounds plus. And I'm are, like the twiggy are girl. Are you the queen bee? Are you the queen bee? <laughs> yeah. I love BBWs too. BBWs for the win. Yeah. <laughs> plus, yeah. Plus they have nice personalities. And that's what matters. I said it on Coney Boys, and I'll say it again. The world moves because of the kindness of fat women. And I, and I don't mean that. I mean at P-H-A-T, because I mean it in the coolest way possible. But that is the motherfucking re Like, if men and, like, other women had to survive on the kindness of hot women and the personality of hot women, we would have killed ourselves years ago. But... Enough about your curious dating habits and the way that you attract people. <laughs> so you got this new job. Tell us about the new job. Well, it's like not set in stone and I don't want to jinx it or anything, but uh, this oh, morning shit. I got a job offer. I've been like applying for like a handful of jobs because I just moved to San Diego for the listeners. And I'm like crashing on my sister's couch. Hopefully not for very long, but uh, I am a video editor by trade. That's what I went to school for. And since the quarantine, I, or I graduated in May 2020, and I've just been looking for work for like over a year now and can't find anything. Moved to San Diego, and it's like lots of jobs, lots of video editing jobs. So I applied so, for a handful of them. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, uh, well, I was going to ask you, is it like, is it like a permanent position? Is it full time? Like what's the, what's it it's look like? It's full time, on? but it's video editing usually is kind of like at your own pace. 
it's like a work from home just get ah. the job done kind of situation i feel it i feel it well that's that's kind of cool and you're going to be doing sports which you know so much about which is awesome you can yep. show us all the highlights yeah maybe yeah. i will maybe i'll become like a big bro dude like i'll just be next time you see me i'll be like how about them yankees that's literally all I got right now. That's all I got. <laughs> well, and I love that like you chose a baseball team that's the furthest possible point from where you like not even like 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 I like I I'm impressed. For the record, your teams are the San Diego Padres, the San Diego Fathers as I like to call them, and the San Diego Chargers would be your teams pretty cool you get well, charged this, up dads this company's out of california so it's like all over the place like it's a little of all of the sports oh so now you got to cover the los angeles rams and usc yeah the oakland raiders yeah yeah, were, yeah. wasn't that a thing that's a thing I, I think they might be in law no they're in vegas now they so moved to, to vegas yeah. I knew that. Yeah. They went over there to party. That's pretty cool. Like, if NFL players aren't distracted enough by OnlyFans models and weed, let's put them in, like, the most gambling capital in, of the world, really. Like, <laughs> I wonder I how many NFL... I think they just moved to Vegas so that, like, they can... The booking... The bookies in Vegas can take, like, 500 to one odds on their home team. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that there's probably some of that too. I could, I could definitely see that. That's funny as fuck. All these NFL teams running around being hot in their little pants, trying to make bookies happy. It's like a weird, you know, you know, Somehow in the end, the Italians win full circle because they <laughs> now now they get the now they get the NFL back and now that now the booking is going to go up. They're probably going to make a shit ton of money off of this. You want to know actually the only sport I watch on ESPN? Badminton. Can you guess? I wish. Cricket. <laughs> uh, world poker. You watch poker? That's my, that's my jam. That's my game. <laughs> so you're like a, a big like Doyle Brunson person? Uh, I don't have anybody in particular. I just love watching the World Poker <laughs> Tournament. Dude, okay. This is, I, even... I love when you come on this podcast because there's just stuff that like comes out about you that just blows my mind. This one is a new one. Because, like, most people, when they, like, uh, you know, poker's a very, like, it's, it's it's not really super climatic, you know. I mean, it, it could be fun. <laughs> I've watched some poker in my day. But, and I've played it, too. But most people find a guy. They find, like, you know, the one that they, some people like Gabe Kaplan. I think he's, like, a poker player. He used to be on Welcome yeah. to Cotter. You know, some people get, like, what is it, Phil Hellmuth or whatever that fucking dickhead's name is. Um or, you know, Doyle Brunson. I love that you watch poker 
just for the love of the sport, like a, like an aging boomer who goes to like high school football games. Just I don't need that fancy NFL stuff. I can just watch the boys play here at Arlington High and I get my fix just right. <laughs> That's me. That's me with poker. That's so just for funny. the love of the game. But it's I will that. say this. A couple of years ago, I don't even know how many years ago, and I don't know her name, but there was this chick that made it pretty far up into it. And she was my favorite because like her little table area was just surrounded with all of these rocks and crystals that had like affirmations carved into them, like abundance. And she would like have to set up her whole playing area with all of these like new agey good luck charms. And she, she, she brought really the hippie good. vibe. Yeah. That's all. I kind of okay. I I kind of respect that. She's kind of doing her thing. Who knows if she had any skill whatsoever? Or if it was all just manifestation, like Deepak Chopra. Like she listened to Deepak Chopra videos and was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna warn poker." Oh my god! <laughs> respect to the lady poker player, whoever you are. We we don't know your name, but you are cool. And, and Junkhead, Junkhead appreciates what you do in the world. You know what else I Junkhead ask... appreciates? What's that? Junkhead appreciates doctors. Doctors are fun. Doctors are cool. We appreciate doctors, especially in the pandemic. And I, I got to experience going to the doctor because... I actually, I had a lump on my testicle. Pretty scary thing, you know, freak a man out. You know how that goes. Was it like a third testicle? Uh, No, it was on the testicle. But if it was three testicles, I would have never complained. I would just live my life. Like, that would (laughs) just be cool. Just be like, (laughs) I'm super powered, extra loaded. Um. So I, I, you know, went to a urologist to get my testicles checked out, which, I mean, nobody's comfortable at the doctor. Nobody feels comfortable, you know, when you go into those very cold rooms and it's, you know, you're already kind of nervous and it's just, it's not a fun experience. So you know, going, you know, to get your balls looked at or to go get your, you know, your pussy looked at if you're a woman, I, 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 I'm sure it's not a fun experience. It's, it's just not pleasurable. So I have a question. Oh, yeah. Good. Did they put you up in the stirrups like they do for women? Like, I feel like the positioning of getting like a pap smear is the most uncomfortable thing. Like you have to put your legs up in these like weird leg clampy things. And it's like, nobody gets out alive. They don't use, we don't use like clamps, but they have like a ledge on the edge of the seat that you sit on where you put your feet up and kind of put your feet on the ledge. And it's basically mocking that, but instead of having your legs out, you're just kind of closer. It's, it's okay. It's, it's a little bit different. Thank, thank you for clarifying. I've always wondered that. Yeah, no, no worries. But 
I go into the doctor's office and first off, I, I just got to be mad real. I'm not going to, you know, dox this lady or anything, but she is so fucking hot. Like, just e even with, like, the mask on, you can just kind of tell she's got, like, a nice body and, like, she has this beautiful dark brown hair and this, like, really tan skin. Um, I'm not sure what country, so I'm just going to label her as Asian just because I, I know her last name and she's definitely Asian because I've seen pictures of her without the mask on. And she's just a fucking smoke show. Just gorgeous lady. And it's kind of cool because, like, you know, we're kind of going through some of my medical history and, like, we're talking. And we're actually having, like, it's not as as like bad as I would think it would be. We're just kind of having this uh, amiable conversation talking about, and, you know, we start to discuss my testicles and, you know, what I had going on and everything. And then it comes time to pull the old pants down and let her take a, take a gander. So like I described my earlier, I, you know, pulled my pants down and I get my feet up in that position and, you know, I'm just kind of like sitting there and <clears throat> when I take all my clothes off, I can feel the medical like table or that little bench thing that you sit on. I can feel like the, the coldness of the, the, whatever that plastic shit that they put on it and it touches like my back and I'm already freezing cold. It's freezing cold in there. It's always cold in doctor's office. And. I instantly like feel that and I'm just like almost shivering at this point, just like cold. And I have, I, I have like an average penis. It's not super impressive. It's okay. Like some people think it's cool. It's to me, it's just an average dick. It's not really that crazy. It's just, it's just not that, you know, I'm not, like turning heads when I walk into a fucking locker room. I'll, I'll tell you that. So I am now naked laying on this freezing cold table bench, whatever the fuck it is. And my dick is smaller than it's ever been in my entire fucking life. And like, look, I'm well aware that this doctor, you know, she's probably even knows people men get nervous in here and it's cold. So it's going to be tiny and, you know, all that might even make things easier. I don't even know. But, you know, so I'm not like I, I know she's like not expect like going to be like woohoo or something like that. But I, I still want it to be like, OK. And in reality, it just likes it looks like the tip of a hot dog sticking out of Chewbacca's fur. It, it's, it's bad. It just doesn't, it doesn't look good. And so she gets in between my legs and she's feeling my testicles in her hand and she's rubbing them around and she's just kind of feeling, you know, everything, you know, checking it out. And this is when I start to get the nerves again. Cause it just, it's, it's weird. And like, I, I realize I don't look good. This is, and, and I'm just like, Oh, I feel 
gross and I'm starting to get self-conscious and I'm starting to get, you know, nervous and just all these other, you know, the veritable potpourri of mental health emotions that you can, one can go through in this moment. I'm just kind of going through them and it's just building and building and building. And I feel this pressure kind of inside me and it's, it's just driving me crazy. And that's come. I, I wish I really do. I really wish that it was because she brushes up on the inside of my leg and it's ticklish. And when she does that in a split second, I go, <laughs> and I just farted on this fucking lady. I just Mickey Mouse <laughs> laughed and farted on this fucking lady. And even, even she, she doesn't say anything. I'm not putting, like, she did a good job. But she can't control her eyes. She can't control her normal reaction to go, what? Like, what? Like, and she didn't even say anything, but she just was like, it threw her off. I know it did. And so I just have to sit here in my small dick fart vibe and just eat it. Just eat it for as long as it takes for her to feel my fucking weird balls. And the only relief that I get, which is relief, is that is she's pretty sure that it's a hydra seal, which is not a bad thing. Like as long as they don't cause pain or discomfort, they, you know, they just leave a bit in there. It's not a big deal at all. But she's like, let's go get an ultrasound. Okay. So she schedules me next week for an ultrasound. I live with the shame that I have for a week. It's fucking there. It's just sitting inside of me like bad chicken or some kind of bad food that just won't leave your fucking body and just like God, the visuals getting so graphic so it comes down to my ultrasound time and first off i did not know men could get ultrasounds i was blown away by that fact i even said it when i was talking to the hot lady that i farted on i was had to make a joke to try to clear the room after that where she's like we're gonna schedule you for an ultrasound and i said okay that sounds fine and she said have you ever had an ultrasound before and i said well i did get pregnant my freshman year so you know i have some experience she laughed did feel good i will admit that so i go to the ultrasound room to see the ultrasound man the technician if you will and I, you know, do my ultrasound joke, which he does like. He doesn't think that it's contrived or like everything else that he's heard in there. So I count that as W. Get him where you can. And then, you know, I he closes the curtain. And I'm a little, I'm a little used to the procedure. Still nervous, but a little bit more, you know, okay, got to do my thing now. So I, he closed the curtain. I dropped my trowel. You know, he comes back and I'm just kind of laying there on this like bench uh, and like my dick and balls are out. My pants are around my knees and I'm just kind of sitting there and he takes the ultrasound bar, that little bar thingy that they rub on the lady's stomach and he just gloops this stuff on it. 
just just gloops it right on there's big old squirt and i was expecting it to be freezing cold but it actually was quite warm it was kind of nice i rather liked it it did feel good but ladies don't have too much experience with it mostly because you produce it on your own for the most part obviously i know that there are medical cases where it doesn't happen but let me inform something for you ladies so that you know what you're doing okay that goop is lube that's the same stuff people use to fuck people in the ass with i know because i've ran through a frat party before i know what lube feels like on my dick and balls i know oily base residues i know bad decisions and regret like it's my fucking backhand okay that's lube. You're rubbing lube all over your pussy. It's fine. Nobody should make you feel weird, you know, or, or your stomach or whatever, whatever area you, they do for the ultrasound. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah, they rub your balls with it. I hope. So. Hey, why jelly for the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's rubbing lube up and down my fucking balls and dick and just fucking rubbing that paddle all over it and he's like he's basically like taking pictures of my nuts like the way that they do for children inside women's babies so he's like snapping a pic of my nuts and then he'll write like right testicle to describe the picture and snap another pic left testicle okay and then he gets to like take another picture and he takes it and he just writes underneath of it, SAG. Now, look, I've got a very saggy ball sack. I'll admit to that. Okay. I'm very well aware that once I turn 40, it's going to hit the water in the toilet bowl. I know what's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm fully, I know I'm going to have to hold it. I get nervous, like, sitting down sometimes when it's really stretchy and really loose because I'm afraid I'm going to, like, sit on my fucking nuts. Like, I, I, I'm legitimately concerned about that. It bothers me. So I start to get in my head a little bit. I'm like, is he writing, like, sag because my balls sag a lot? Like, is, is that it? And... Uh, Part of my the reasonable part of my brain is like you don't know what the medical definition of what the, it's probably a, a, an abbreviation of some shit you don't know, but my you know all the veritable potpourri of thoughts in your head that go with mental illness and all the fun stuff you know anxiety nervousness all the fun stuff, so I'm just building in my head like does, does he think is he like making fun of my saggy balls like what the fuck is going on here like, I, 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 I'm losing it I'm losing it. And then he takes another picture of my nuts. And this time, instead of writing SAG, he writes trans. And I'm like, look, I have no issue with, you know, trans folks or anything like that. But I'm not trans. I am. I, I don't know what the vocab word is. Cis male. Cisgender. Or, yeah, cisgender. There we go. And obviously, the reasonable part of my brain is like, you don't know what that is. Don't worry about that. 
but my my fucking like mental illness is just like does he does he think i'm trans like i mean he's a medical professional so he would know of course he would know but maybe i don't know and and you get this anxiety and when you get that anxiety and nervousness you just you're you lose all rational thought you're just kind of running on the fumes of your own mental illness and it's building inside of me it's building inside of me the second time again with this like building of immense emotional mental health pressure just inside of me and it's going and it's going and it's going and it finally breaches a breaking point where i look this man in the face while he's got my balls in his hand and i make direct eye contact which is one thing I struggle with as an adult to this day, and I just go, they're real. <laughs> and he, rightfully so, goes, what? And I don't, for people who, you know, have that kind of mental health stuff, you've been in these situations and you've built this kind of thing in your head and then somebody will do something like that and it snaps you back to reality and it kind of brings you back into the fold and you're kind of oh okay I know where I'm at and that moment for me is realizing that I just told a medical professional who knows fully well that my balls are real that my balls are real and so I just reach for anything and like a madman i go yeah the curtains i mean it's wild you never think would you it's whoa crazy <laughs> something else right and he again rightfully he goes yeah okay and goes back to his fucking job so this is done and i'm just kind of like Ugh. oh woe is me now the good news once again it is a hydro seal there's no issue with my testicles, just a little tender, but no big deal. It's fine. And so I, I see him out in the lobby, and he comes up to me, and he, like, puts his arm on my shoulder, and he goes, everything's going to be all right, buddy. <laughs> I know he thinks I'm crazy. I know that. And this is the second time within a couple of months. First, it was the autism shirt at Walmart. And that lady was fucking convinced that I had autism. She, she went home from work thinking that she helped an autistic man fulfill his dreams today. And I didn't, I didn't do anything. And now, fucking two months later, I've got a medical professional with his arm on my shoulder telling me it's all going to be good because he just had an encounter with me where I had to convince him that my fucking balls are real. This is my life. <laughs> and so I, I, I live with it. I This is me now. I'm just hydro sealed up. Not sure whether or not I've got trans saggy balls or what? 
I do know what the trans stands for. If you're curious. What? Transverse. Because when I take the picture, it's flipped. It's like an x-ray, basically. So trans is just all all, um, ultrasounds are transverse. So they have to flip the image. So you're not, you're not a... (laughs) Well, and you know what? Like, I mean... Female. Nobody was calling you a female. <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm okay if they, like, I, I'm fine if they do. I just, like, I had built it in my head that, like, the medicine man didn't know I was real. <laughs> and I know it's dumb. Like, and I don't All wanna... natural. Yeah, well, and, like, I, I, I did this, you know, on Coney Boys, you know, the story. And, you know, I do want people to know I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I don't think, you know, being trans is weird. I would never try to put that down or anything, but like crazy. And, and, and sometimes I just get obsessed with dumb ideas in my head. So for, forgive me, please. Like, and I hope you enjoyed that, that story out of humor and enjoyment and not, you know, oh, the, the bad cis man, he does bad stuff. <laughs> I would laugh. I would laugh. You got to bring some light and humor to these people that work crazy hours. and They probably well, have seen it all, but they probably haven't heard it all. Oh, I'll give them a, I'll give them a hurting for a squirting. That I don't know why I, I, that was one of my favorite things that I would hear redneck men like say about like girls that were hurt, horny. They just be like, you say Sarah over there, she's hurting for squirting, man. I'm gonna start using that. Well, I love oh, it like, because self referencing, like, I'm hurting for a squirt. Yeah, you're hurting I can't for even a squirting. <laughs> well, and, and it, may, it begs the question do they mean the squirt of the cum inside the pussy, or like when a woman squirts? What do they mean mm, by that? It could work for, yeah. Because, huh. like, huh. I mean, I know women, some women like to be, lack of a better way to put it, came inside of. And some are just like, oh, my God, no. Mostly depends on what you're on, really. But, like, what does that redneck mean? Does he mean, like, she she really needs, like, come inside of her or? I kind of like to think the second, like that she just is like so horny that she like can't control herself. <laughs> She's like, I need a squirt right now. You don't understand. I'm sitting on old shampoo bottles. I need a squirting. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I need I need it in my pussy. Get your get you get your dick up in my <laughs> I'm hurting for a squirt and get your dick up in my pussy. So funny thing, I used to be in a band and we were actually called Gusher. This is disgusting. Ironically, I was the only female in the band. So it's not ironic. They were getting fucked in their ass. <laughs> It was just we a subtle. A when we were, it was a we subtle were and sly reference to their homosexuality. 
when we were in DC, my bandmate took the picture where with the fountain or whatever, with his like legs wide open. So it just looks like he was gushing. <laughs> Have you ever seen That's... when people do that? They take the picture of like a fountain between their legs. And it looks like just... So basically what you're saying is, is that during the course of you going to Washington, D.C., your friend thought it would be cute and funny to deface a national memorial. Yeah, and it was. It was hilarious. That's bad, Maya. What do you what do you guys try trying to land drones on the tomb of the unknown soldier? Something like that. <laughs> I I remember going to the tomb of the unknown soldier as a kid and I remember I had such an overwhelming urge to just like whenever like because we watched the changing of the guard and they would like they like yell the shit at each other and then they changed the guard and i remember being like 12 years old just wanting to like like just just say something dumb right in the middle of when they were saying it even though that like is highly frowned upon i just like wanted to be like gay like right in the middle of it or something like cocksucker <laughs> man i was i was fucked up all right what plugs do you want to do none I'm trying to keep my identity a secret and you're you're destroying all of my uh, secrecy that I don't know if that's even a word, but I've worked you very hard to name be very private. Shut up. <laughs> you already said okay, your, okay, fine. I'm going to do your fine, plugs fine, for fine. you. I'll do I your can... plug. Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean. But sell me well. Make it sound good. Look, if you want some of this dumb bitch's fucking artwork. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, all right. So Maya has a lovely art page on Instagram, Psychedelic Boudoir. That's all of her uh, creative work kind of centralized right there. You can also check out, is it Psychedelic? What's your page on Etsy? psychedelic boudoir also okay psychedelic boudoir on etsy she's got like shirts and canvases and shit that you can buy of her artwork um if you need like video if editing you like done, girls without if you like girls without clothing check out my instagram if you like girls with clothing check out my etsy yeah and if you need video editing done you can hit her up too all right i'll take it um, folks, if you don't know, we started, uh, or I, I started with Ron and Tim and Maya's helped with some stuff on that new podcast called Coney boys. That is, uh, we've got like three episodes out now. You can check that out. That's available on all platforms, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify, all the shit. Um, obviously, you know, if you're listening you know, if you haven't followed Junkhead Pod on Instagram or Facebook, go ahead and do that. Junkhead Bodega on Etsy. You can get suited up and all that badass merch that we got going on there. And what else? I, th I, th I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, 
folks, go be gay. Go have sex. Go make love. Junkhead is out.